When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, welcome to Stratford Paddock. My name is Joe. This is the Paddock Podcast. I'm joined by Jay Motty. How are you, Jay? I love that intro. What? Loads of energy, loads yeah. of enthusiasm. That's it's why we, that's why you're so popular, Joe. Railing racks in the back. Yeah, uh, and I'm also joined by <laughs> Stephen Housen. How are you, Steve? I'm all right. Good. Your birthday yesterday. S- yeah. Seventh video of the day. Is it? I'm exhausted, Joe. It's your job, isn't it? Love it. Hey. Happy. I know, happy. Imagine having to do me fucking. Imagine job. having to chat to Rio Ferdinand all day. Oh. What I had a Savage on before as well. He was like quiz master. Was he? Yeah. Uh, can we get Steve a bit more in shot here? Because he's we've cut his turtle back off. Um, can we wish you as well a happy belated birthday? And a Merry Christmas. How many candles were there on your cake if you'd have had one? How many candles you burning? Yeah. <laughs> nine and nine. <laughs> Side on. Uh, um, come on. Are you doing some CB radio? 38? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you not watched you the, the Ricky Gervais podcast? Yeah. yeah. Right, well, yeah. you should get these references. I d- well, I said CB radio, so I do get the references. I made that very clear in my description <laughs> of, the, of the references got, yeah. themselves. 38. Old to be 38 again. <sighs> You'd love to be 38, wouldn't you? 38, golden year for me when I was 38. Was it? Well, today, speaking of 38, that's the cumulative age of Mason Greenwood and Fred. It's not. Um, we're going to be talking about Fred and McTominay in midfield. We're nice. going to be talking about Aaron Bissaka. Nice. Talking about Mason Jude Greenwood. Bellingham and Mason Greenwood. We're nice. going to be talking. I was going to go with the Alba, We're going to be talking did. about Jude Bellingham as well. We're also be talking about Manchester United's new coach. Very He's an American exciting. from America. He's an American. They've they've an American that. And PK, you are overpaid, oversexed, and over here. What's that then? That was a reference from the war. Yeah, that's what he used to say about the Americans, didn't they? Oversexed, overpaid, and over here. What does oversexed mean? Because they used to like. Is there such a thing? I don't know. Can you be (laughs) oversexed? Or is there just a saturation point where basically that's all you're doing, but it's still fine? Uh, Let us know in the comments. Uh, Let's start with Freddie McTominay. Catherine Zeta Jones, which king creature was she married to? Uh, Michael Michael Douglas. Douglas. And it's a bit harsh to call him a creature. No, but she he was like in his 70s when she was in her 30s. He's a very good looking man. He was in the 50s. Right, Freddie McTominay. His dad was Spartacus, you know. Much. With a, with a serious bum. His dad serious lived forever. His dad lived serious to about 127. That's good, that, isn't it? it did. Kirk Douglas. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Proper bum chin. Really? I'm Spartacus, and so is my wife. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah, thank you. Um, 
So a lot of talk in the summer about CDM, United oh. buying a new transfer, target, mm. CDMs, all that sort of stuff. Or just deep line holding players, whatever you want to call it. In the last yeah. sort of two weeks, Fred's stock has risen Scooter! a little bit. Fred's stock... Oh, I was listening to Scooter in the gym. Fucking course you was. Uh, uh, Fred's stock has risen a little bit. Yeah. Was, I thought it was a bit shit in the first half against Arsenal. When I say a bit shit, awful. Uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll gloss over that. He's playing a slightly higher role. He looked very good the other day against um, Crystal Palace. I well, thought Kalari's one, to one of his best United uh, performances. Um, talk now. Well, this is what okay. this is what. <laughs> no, there, there is talk now. This is what Rangnick had to say after now, the game. Talk for me. This is what Rangnick had to say after the game. He said both Scotty and Fred were almost perfect defensively. Oh, uh, they did one or two or three mistakes, especially in the first half. There were two square passes, one from Scott, one from Fred. I don't like those kind of balls in midfield in those positions. But overall, when the other team is in possession of the ball, both Fred and Scotty, they are almost perfect for that kind of football. Now, we know already, and you've said this in the past, you've defended them, that off the ball, they're great. Do you think this on-the-ball issue that we know, already know about, is going to be enough you know, for, for them to fall out of favour with Ranyuk? Or do you think... I think Scott, maybe, yeah. Because I yeah. think what Scott offers off the ball isn't quite as high as what Fred offers off the ball in terms of his energy and his cutting about and just getting there. Um, and I think if you simplify Fred's game and keep him away from the back four, away, Fred. Yeah. I think you've got an half-decent player in there that you can... If you had a world-class number six alongside him, you're not noticing. Do you know what I mean? It's almost kind of like, well, it's not our biggest. It's not great. It's yep. not world-class. But we need to fix Maguire. Like, there'll be another right. issue that becomes more obvious. Well, we'll talk about squad. that in a minute because I've got a potential one for you to go Ooh. through. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's just one of those weird sort of things where we all know you can improve on it, but it's not the weak link in the team. My issue is I think he still makes a lot of mistakes. Um, there was a couple of times he lost possession yesterday where he didn't need to. And I think if he's allowed to simplify his game... Ultimately, look, I don't want to overanalyze 45 minutes of training prior to going into that game. Um, Do it anyway. I mean, we've got a video coming out with Marum, I believe. Yes. Very good, as yeah. it always is. Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned in that, like, they probably worked on the press yeah. looking at it. And then we saw the evidence of that. And then we came up against Crystal Palace in a low block and didn't really know what to do. Well, he's not going to give you the entire manual to digest overnight, no. is it? So whatever he's gone, got in line for coming up against the low block, I'm sure it's going to take us four, five, six, seven weeks to, to see how we, we come up against that sort of stuff. But we got there in the end. Yeah. The clean sheet was huge, I think. And, and really, Palace had, it was a very good chance, but they had one chance all game, didn't Correct. they? Like, they really didn't make any, it did. Zaha had a shot yeah. from like 25 yards, but that, um, uh, that one chance that they had at the back so, post. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was it. It did feel like, for me, over a 90-minute game, that was the most controlled United have been this season. Well, I was about to say, what's the key word that he's just been throwing out there? The mm. new buzzword that is going to be at Old Trafford, control. It, well, it did feel yeah. like that. But yeah, it did. Even, the, like, even like the 4-1 the against Newcastle, um, and even to a lesser degree, the one against Leeds, there was like half an hour of amazing or... It's like a fight in a kebab yeah, shop, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And we battered him for half an hour, and then it was like another half an hour of dross or, or being a bit under the cost, especially against Newcastle. Yeah. Well, that, it was we were winning the fight, but it could be a kind of little out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> yeah. It just rings off your dome in it a minute. It just takes your eyebrow off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It happens. But it did, you know, like... You, you know, it was pretty relaxed atmosphere and you not felt like that for a little while. Mm. Just well, that's what I was going to ask because I've not, I've not even spoken to you about the game at all, yeah. have I? Um, what was it like in the, in the stadium? Was it, was it a diff, like a notably different feeling? Was there an excitement? 
I put a fucking massive coat on, right? And it was not that cold. That's what it was like in the stadium. Yeah. Too hot. Especially when you go up in the Stratford and there's just some sweating going on. Yeah, yeah it was. But he gets locked <laughs> it in was, back there, doesn't it? It was good, wasn't it? Because like, it was, everyone was relaxed and you know enjoying it, enjoying the football, a little bit of a buzz going around. Ollie was still getting all his names sung. Carrot was getting his name sung. Um, and, you know, that, that goal as well. Michael Shields getting his name sung. Who? Michael Shields. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, obviously. And then you had the, the goal from Fred. As well, which was like... What was that like? Shock factor. Limbs. Shock. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> limbs. That was, that was w- weird. Mm. Especially on his right foot. I love Ralph's little joke as well. Yeah. On his weaker right foot. On his, oh, sorry, stronger right foot. On his wink. Do you think, do you think it's almost like a, a, a perfect sort of amount of success? Because we didn't... It wasn't like 4-0. It wasn't one where you can really get carried away. You know, we did struggle to make very well. We did struggle to make big chances. We didn't. We didn't have that many either. We had loads of half it's, chances. Low Ronaldo work, back to Joe. goal. The, no, of course. But I'm low saying work. there was op- this optimism. We all, you know, we accept that first 30 minutes was great. The rest of it was slightly less um, excellent, but just enough where you go. We can see what he was doing here. I, I kind of expected that as well because the Arsenal game was end to end for a while, wasn't it? It was quite yeah. intense. I know well, that yeah, wasn't Rangnick, but the same team. Yeah. Same eleven played in the Arsenal game. Tellers and Delo haven't played a lot of football this season. No, so you'd expect. I mean, against Arsenal after seventy minutes, they both looked goosed. Mm. So I thought they did really well to keep that going. And you did expect to tail off a little bit, especially where we started. But overall, I mean, it's the sort of game where if you're moaning about that game, you're just moaning for the sake of moaning. Mm. About people moaning. Oh, the, the will be. The will be. Yeah. Oh, we can't believe on one million Palace or whatever. The thing is, look, Palace have taken points off a lot of teams. I think only Chelsea and Liverpool have smacked them about this year. Maybe Tottenham as well. But they've, yeah. they've taken points off City, they've taken points off Arsenal. Well, no, the, I think they, 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 they conceded, I think it was a last-minute uh, winner at Arsenal, mm. like, like fifth minute. Right, I think they, they beat City at uh, uh, yeah. uh, the Etihad. So, and they have looked good under Vieira, haven't they? And it was funny mm. hearing his name getting sung for obvious <laughs> reasons. That was hilarious. Um, because of how good he was for Arsenal, obviously. He was amazing. He's a legend. Um, so, yeah, they're not, they're not a terrible team. And also, let's not forget, Palace have won two and drawn one. Last three visits all traffic. Yeah. They've got a good record against us. Mm. So, and fair then play to, um, sorry, but yeah, was it one, two, and, and draw one out last four, I think. Um, so, fair play, it was, a, it was just a professional, as you said today, controlled performance yeah. and enjoyable. Getting used to that new buzzword, by the way. Control. control. Oh, you're going to hear it all the time, aren't we? Um, and I went on um, the, the Football Daily podcast last night, and they were talking, and I could tell just before I was even in there that it was quite a sort of, well, yeah, but the United have made a mistake by getting this. You know, it was, that was the atmosphere. There was an angle. You yeah, there was a bit of an angle yeah. to it. And an no, agenda. I, I don't know if it, I don't. I won't, I won't go as far as the agenda. I think it was just the I'll opinion of the people that were there. Still safe, you. you know. Who, but, who were they? But then the question yeah. I had was, um, like, do you? Well, first of all, wouldn't Conte have just been able to do better than this anyway? Which I just think is, you know, ridiculous. But the the the, the thought was. It's only Crystal Palace, and you know, well, you know, we're United good or we're Palace bad, and I hate that. Like, well, every single time any team wins, you can just say the other team was shit. Like, I know they weren't great, but United are a, ma- a big reason why they weren't great. Here's it the tangibles. Was there a difference, a noticeable? And yeah, bottom line is that the answer is yes. Me and Maram actually go through what the actual differences were for, yeah. versus United's play previously under Solskjaer. There were tangible differences that we anticipated seeing mm. that we saw. The, like, yeah, the, winning the ball back in the final third, yeah. the most we've done it in a game yeah. since Fergie retired. That's, There's a that, massive that, box yeah. tick. That's, that's crazy for, for your first game, that to yeah. happen. And yeah. what have they done, Jay? They've done a 45-minute training session, of which 15 of that's probably warming up. Yeah, and right? then he was like, I mainly showed him videos. Yeah. Like, and he's got that reaction from him. Mm. So... I don't want to get carried away, but it's obviously 
we're going to win the treble. Joe, it felt yeah. like to me, there was, and I said this to Joe last night, it felt like we'd read what we needed to do, mm. but we weren't slick. And for obvious reasons, in the fact we just purely haven't had the training time to get slick at it, but it felt like we knew what we were trying to do. Like the players mm. knew, when I get the ball, I'm going to do X and Y. But we weren't slick and efficient yeah. in doing it. The muscle memory we wasn't there. could do it for the there. full 90. Yeah. We didn't have that. And do you know what as well? You, you got Which you've got to expect. Yeah. He's got his subs right, didn't he? Because mm. Mason set up the goal, didn't he? Um, yeah. And I think... Alanga looked bright, didn't Alanga he? Alanga looked bright. Would Alanga been in the squad? Like That wasn't an obvious one to, to do, was it? Mm. To, no. to bring him on. Oh, and shout then, out to the lad in front of me as well, who must have been about seven pints of wine down. Good lad. Kicked off everyone at half time. Oh, maybe not. Why? Did I tell you this last night? No. Go on. I think I told Cam actually. So um, kicked off everyone at half time because it was silent and there was no booing. And it was like, you'd have all been booing if we'd have just drawn under Ollie. Like, where was all this booing? Blah, 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 blah. And then his missus had to tell him, it's half time, love. Game's not over. And he was like, oh. Then he apologised. <laughs> and then when he came. You know what? At least he said sorry. And then yeah. when uh, Alanga pressed someone, I went, go on, Tony. And he turned around and he was like, it's not Tony Marshall. Salango, I went, yeah, it's called Anthony. <laughs> and he went, oh yeah. I'm going to head off. I'll be <laughs> enough, going enough with the words now, eh? He w- like, couldn't stand like, stop using the words. It was just swaying. Um, hey. Big T saved me, says, happy birthday, Steve. Hope you had a great day, lad. It's all right. Helped by the United's victory, I'm sure. Uh, Peter Kelly I says... I was just a bit dr- tired from Saturday. Yeah. Do you think Alanga... You lot on the run, weren't you? You lot dirty yeah. drinkers. Yeah, it was good. Um, do you think Alanga get, uh, put in on at nil-nil, or sorry, getting put on at nil-nil could mean he starts versus Young Boys since it's a meaningless game. Maybe Ahmad could get a run out too. Ooh. Ahmad has not even me. seen, has he? I've not even seen him in he training. He got injured, though. didn't he, before his low move to final? He's back it? in training. I've seen him is in the it? pictures, yeah. Right, there's, that little, there's that sort of like, not almost meme at this point that he's always on the winning team. So we see like the winners' team, Ahmad's invariably on those pictures. Uh, but I reckon, what certainly one of them, I think will start. I think Alanga will start. Yeah, why not? You don't want to like. I mean, to be honest with you, come on. Yeah, you could Ta- actually think about it. Tarig, uh, Mohammed Noor, smashed it. Says, think Ralph too open and nice with press. No, good. Me neither. Uh, press. Like I don't. I don't think that's all. I think you set the tone, and he set a good tone for that first press conference. Because, you know, Moyes set an awful tone. Yeah. Like, he looked like, I was there for that, he looked like rabbit in headlights. Van Gaal was a bit everywhere in his press conference, and that was sort of so. Mourinho set his tone because he kicked off with someone and pulled out a piece of paper, mo- moaning about the amount of youngsters he gave a chance to. So his first press conference? Yeah, as United manager. I was sat next to Don McGuinness. I remember, the, I remember it happening, well. but I didn't know that was his first yeah, one. Yeah, that was his unveiling. And I remember feeling sorry for Dom, because as soon as Dom asked him the question, he had his piece of paper ready. Proper back foot. Yeah. And two, then... Two to one that was planned. And what? And also... A posed question. And also... Uh, no, it wasn't. Dom just asked it. He knew he was going to get asked about giving you for chances. It's like the Ronaldo... Like, like Rangnick probably knew he was going to get asked about Ronaldo. Yeah. Pressing. Like, Moyes knew he was going to get asked about Rooney, but he was, was going to have an answer It was a storyline before the press conference, wasn't it? And he got about ten, like, 10 questions on Rooney. Moyes' Moyes' press like, conference oh, no, might no. have been my favourite because that was the most unqualified. Joe, you know it's amazing that he's bounced back the way he has with West Ham yeah. because he honestly, he went on an absolute mystery tour of shit, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Sunderland, <laughs> yeah, social. Social people got to redeem himself here. This will be his redemption. Awful. And he got sacked. Yeah, and then he had two bites of the cherry at West Ham. They hired him, got rid of him, and then hired him again. You're like, oh, well, this isn't going to work. Yeah. But, but the, hands up. But they liked him it. the first time, didn't they? I think he did all right. Um, I've been at Verma, who's been a member for nine months. Thank you very much. Steve, can you ask Rio if there was any reason not to go train on the indoor pitches? I thought Ralphie Boy would use them. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I mentioned that yesterday, didn't I? Like, yeah. or, or today, or, I don't know. I'm my fucking videos, who knows at this point. Um, maybe I've already said it in this one. The the fact that, yeah, you've got two indoor pitches. You've got the cliff still, which they do use. I mean, the first team rarely uses, but they, they do do the occasional From thing members. there. Very, From very rarely. Uh, but you've got a full-size pitch at Carrington mm. in the academy building. Yeah. Why are we standing out here with these fucking umbrellas turned inside out? Because yeah. it was rough on Saturday. It, yeah, was, it was awful. Well rough. Yeah. Are you... Um Gonna get him on your channel, on the Reels channel. Who, Ralph? Ralphy boy. I don't know. I wouldn't not have thought bothered. he was not I'd, bothered. I'm I'm out. I'm bothered. I, I think he's one of them. He'd be up for it. Maybe. Feels like he might be, doesn't he? Mm. Um, I know he texted uh, Carrick at weekend, see if he'd be up for coming on. Because I, I was like, that just does all of you's ever done it. But typically, the way Carrick bowed out, he's not really a talker, is he? So. Not oh. particularly. Not particularly. And um, we've got a question here from uh, uh, Rashib. Uh, sorry, Rishab. He says, uh, we're really getting p uh, potch after this. Ralph looks like he knows what he's doing. It's too early to say, surely. <laughs> no, love I'm that. with him. Fuck it. Give him the deal. Give him the job permanently. For next permanently. I love that. There's an option that he's not ruled out. Listen, I've already recommended myself for the job before as a consultant. So, you know, yeah. might get to the end of the summer and be like, listen, lads, I think I'll be the best man for the job. The best man for the job is a guy called Ralph Rang. <laughs> Um, right. They're like, is it? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You know, in our, knowing our owners, they'll be like, okay, yeah, sounds good. Where, where's he at? Yeah, he was a, can we a get free him? agent, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, the, the thing that he said about, I've, res I've recommended myself before and I'll do it again. I love that. He's like, well, they asked me for, for my advice and I'm, I'm he's, suggesting. He's so chilled, yeah. isn't it? Have you, like, yeah. he's, I didn't know, I realised I didn't know anything about him. In the press yeah, conference. not always, though. It, it, but in the press conference so far, he's been so like, well, I know it's, it's easy. Supposed to be, aren't it's you? easy when you're kicking off in the press, your head's gone on it. It happens. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It and, and and also, he's not just being a bit prickly or anything Respect. like that. He's been, he's been like, yeah, just pretty relaxed, cracking jokes. Very. I See mean, Jose like kicking off in his first Roma one as well. Like when he's like pulling that sheet off the window and Rome, all that. Getting Jose's the, like, going to Hartlepool next, yeah. honestly. Jose well, does, does, does like, have breakdowns, does he? He yeah. has full on, like, but he used not to just wait kicking off. For a few yeah, years first. Now, yeah. He usually wins a league title first yeah. before he does it. Now he's just steaming in there, punching dinner ladies, allegedly. Yeah. It's rough. It's very rough. We've got another super chat. You're saying who's just alleged that? Well, I just alleged that. Uh, Ross Murphy says, will we see Van der Beek, Lingard, Phil Jones, etc. against Young Boys on Wednesday? Fuck. Also, off topic, Joe, how is your face after being hit by a pen on the room down? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> by a pen? I got hit. Someone threw a pen at my head. Oh, dear. Upsetting. Hell of a I think we Do we just think full rotation uh, uh, on Wednesday? I don't think completely full because he's still going to want the opportunity for a live training scenario, isn't he? I think. And you obviously don't want to get tatered. Mm. Like, if his average result after two games is minus five goals, it's not been good, has it? Also, Ronaldo will want to play and score goals in the Champions yeah. League more. I, I think, think the likes of Lingard. He's I think Lingard, Donny, Matic, you could see them featuring. Mm. Um, I think he'd probably really like Lingard. It's well, isn't it? You know when you say like our second string squad, is actually very good. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> you know I mean? it's like <laughs> like I, when I was doing my 11 for it, yeah. I was like, I could see Mata playing because Lingard playing because yeah. he Van der Beek playing. Then I went uh, Matic, Van der Beek, Mata. Nah, ain't gonna be ain't gonna be three of them. Might be two of them. So put Bruno back in. Yeah, it's like you can have a really good team. Actually, I'd say, Joel, the way through a Langer in. Like, I'm just gonna start the, the bandwagon for Mengi. Look what your options are at centre half: Maguire, no, Varane, but injured. Do you risk him? Lindelof. Did I right the other day? Made of plastic, right? As much as we love him, he's like contractually obligated to only play a maximum of two games a month, I think. Yeah. Phil Johns. 
Phil Johns. Are we f- and that's it. That's our options. So do you know what? Sink or swim time. Let's see what Mengi can do, especially mm. alongside of Varane. Can you imagine? Decent, not. Not son. Why not? And also, you're not getting in behind that back line. I think, but I think that Maguire and Lindelof could. Uh, not trying to put Mengi out of the team, obviously, but I think Maguire and Lindelof could more than happily look excellent in this system. Like they're both good on the ball close to the opposition goal. Did, you, did anyone watch Match of the Day last night? Yes. Did you see that shot that they showed of how high our defence was at that? Yeah. There was a point where they're both, the, we were pressing and honestly, our back line was 35 yards out from their goal. Like, that is ridiculous, Yeah, we'd, we'd gone beyond the entirety of the centre circle. Yeah, way, way, well it. beyond it. Nearly got arrested. I'd be dick out in Stratford. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that big sun on, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Especially yeah. especially with the cold winds. No, it was warm enough. Yeah. It was warm enough. Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big cold open. Not nice. Um, yeah, I mean, Lindelof did really well. Didn't yeah, he? he did. Um, we're going to talk a bit about Wambisaka uh, and Luke Wambisaka. Shaw in a minute. Um, but before we do that... Um, we've got so it's a sports psychologist, a new fellow we've just added. Well, we're going to come to that in just a moment. Oh, shut up then. Well, I think he's... He, no, he's not... A, I don't think he's a sports psychologist. Is he's been Sasha? Head, he's been head coaches and stuff. Um, Sasha Lenz. Oh, that might be a separate person. Oh, mate. Oh. We're getting all new stuff. We've got all sorts like of Christmas. stuff coming along. Yeah, um, but before that, it's, it is Christmas Day. And that's because Manscaped have brought the holidays early this year. Nice. Joe, jo, can I just stop you there? No. Is this read yeah. a potentially cancelable one? No, this one's I've fine. I've had a little <laughs> scan over it and I can't see any references that could get us all cancelled. All right, crack on. Which is a treat. Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out of your trousers, is it, Jay? No, it isn't. Especially when, you know. Hang on. Go on. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no, we're fine. We're fine. And that's why Manscaped, the leaders in the below-the-waist grooming, have you covered this holiday season? Now available in your country... Join the 4 million men who trust Manscaped worldwide to keep their trees trimmed and their ornaments polished. Go to manscaped.com ornaments and use the code DEVILS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Now, we, we know Manscaped on this channel. Yeah, we do. We've spoken about Manscaped a lot. Yeah. Talk us a little bit about what you like about Manscaped. Jay. I like that you get that lawnmower 4.0 technology. Oh. Yeah, that's what I love. None yeah. of this 3.0, 2.0 nonsense. You get the 4.0 technology performance package. Yeah. You also get the weed whacker. Yeah. You need a bit of that, don't you? That's for the your cologne, nose. For the your cologne nose. as well, and the boxer briefs. Yeah. You get that whole package. I mean, if you get that in your stocking at Christmas, you're absolutely mm. buzzing. You are buzzing. Well, literally, yeah, because of the, the 9,000 RPM mower. <laughs> That'll buzz all, all the way through your, your jennies. And Steve, talk to us about a time when uh, you've used Manscaped for, with quite desired effects. Um, I Manscaped my upper arms. In, uh-huh. The other week. What's yeah. that about? True story. I'll show, I'll show. Okay. What, what are you doing that for? I'm not sure if we can legally say that that's no, what it's used for. No, I don't think. We, we usually but let's have a look anyway. I'm not under my buttons. Oh, fucked it, right? Steve's fucked up. Right, never um, mind. But Manscaped can do pretty much everything. It's got the skin it? safe yeah. trademark technology, yeah. which, is, which I mean, reduces it, the yeah. potential for cuts. Yeah. Because yeah. let's face facts, you the don't want Because I've got some, got some weird pattern growth going on on my arms at the moment, and really? I don't like it. So Manscaped that shit off. Now yeah. I've just got like a hairy man forearms for no reason. That's great. Nice. They also do... You know, moisturiser for the <laughs> testicles. They do a crop reviver, which is a nice little mist. Maybe you ain't got time for a shower, but you want to get a little toot-toot in there. Toot, a little toot. deodorant design. What's your um, sort of go-to manoeuvre with this? Because I can imagine that you'll spritz in the air a little bit and then, like, yog through it. Spritz, no, I, spl- I do <laughs> spritz in the air and then do a naked roly-poly through it. Uh, so I'm catching bollocks on the upturn, okay. if you know what I mean. Nice. And sometimes a little bit will go on the arse as well. But make sure you check out Manscaped. The link is in the description. Uh, use the code uh, DEVILS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. Yes. They will thank you, actually. And do you know what else they'll say? 
They'll say, who's going to play for Man United on the, at right back? Is it Dallow or is it Wambasaka? Let's discuss that. Because I think... I don't like how on topic this is. I personally... We, we just talked don't about worry. all we've sorts always, of stuff. We've always got the brick. We talked about someone's you know, knob in the Stratford end. Um, I think... Who, who put 20p, 20p in the in him, hey, I, that coming from? <laughs> I right, think Soz. I personally think Luke Shaw will come back and take Tellers' place. Because I think he offers enough going forward... And he's more of a sort of safe bet than, than Alex Tellers. The thing is, that when not. he's played under um, managers with a serious amount of instruction... That's true. That's Luke Shaw's weakness. But I think on the other side... I think also like it when a challenge is, is thrown Luke down. Shaw, yeah. Luke I, Shaw's not put in back-to-back performances this season like Alex Tellers has. That's true. Luke that's Shaw's not true. had two good games this season back-to-back. Also... In fact, he's um, probably not even had two good games this season. I listened to a, a guy lose his mind on TalkSport and... Surely. Why, for starters, why are you listening to that? Because it was like three minutes of... It was entertaining, Jay, oh, okay. because it was half at a bit of a point and half yeah. your calculator broken, yeah. like just nonsense. But one of the lines that he said was, Luke Shaw had a fantastic six months, but it's been, what, six months in eight years? And you go, fucking hell. We, do you remember when people clicked up and me and you and Dave were talking about Luke Shaw doing the Terry list and we said the jury was out? Mm. And people rammed it down our throat. It clipped up like about, two months, about four months ago. When I look at this and now we're having the same conversation. And also, like, Ralph Rangnick basically said the same thing two yeah. years ago. He said Luke Shaw's not good enough. Yeah. But that's because that's where the conversation was around Luke Shaw at the time. We bought Tellers for yeah. a reason. Yeah. No, we didn't bring Tellers. Only we didn't pitch the Tellers, did we, and say, listen, Luke Shaw is amazing. He's about to become world-class yeah. out of nowhere. Do you fancy just warming a bench? But if he can if he can recapture his form from last season, I think he goes back in there. I get, I understand that one because at first days last season, he was very, very good indeed. Uh, but you look at Tellers, been playing well, set pieces and he hit the bar the other night, didn't he? And he's, he's looked dangerous. Oh, early doors, I know. I know, yeah. So I just feel that, you know, if you, you're a fullback and you're doing everything the manager's asking for you, why, why change that for someone who's having a stinker of a season? Mm. Not I like Luke Shaw, but you've got, um, You've got, a, I don't know if we talked about this last night, there's a potential politics thing at play I reckon, with Radnick and, and Luke Shaw. Because Radnick's probably going to want to soften his stance on him that he said before he became United boss. Oh, right, okay. Because you can imagine that makes it a double awkward conversation, unless he's just able to go in there and kind of laugh it off, which I think he'd struggle to do, to be honest. Mm. You basically called him shit on whatever platform it was. Well, just, as a, just to give that quote out for anyone who hasn't heard it, he said, they could do the left back. I know they have Luke Shaw, but I'm not so sure if he's on the same kind of level you need for a club like Manchester United. That was in September 2020. See, that's when you Start d- drill season. down into that, that's yeah. PR speak for your shit. Yeah. But to be fair, in September 2020, 20, which is not that far away from when we brought Tellers. Yeah, everyone was a lot of people having that conversation. Yeah, yeah but now you're now you're, he's the manager though. That's a different mm, sort get, of dynamic, isn't it? So you think so, now there's a pressure on him to prove that he is giving Luke Shaw a chance? I think he will have to visibly give Luke Shaw a chance, or people will just say he never liked him, and he said that before he came agenda. in, and now he's not giving him. But a chance. that's what did for Ollie. Ollie gave Luke Shaw chance after chance, and we would cost gate, uh, goal after goal this season, and he stuck with Maguire as well, and it was like. Those players well, let him down. He is turning his performances yeah, around no, a little is, bit to now, be fair. To be fair but, I, you know, it should be based on performances and tellers. And I'm not the biggest fan of tellers, but he's playing well. Mm. And I don't think you should take it. For me... It'd also be unfair on him to be dropped. Yeah. I yeah. just feel like if you're doing exactly what this manager's asking you to do, you're getting forward, defensively you're solid, you're creating things as well from set pieces, and you're getting praised. And why drop it for someone who, for the 10 games he's played this season, has been shocking for seven of them at least? Yeah. Um, let's move on the other side. Though. Let's move to the other yeah, side. Wan Bissaka, who even at his best 
isn't particularly good at build up play. I think he's I think specifically his actual well, he's getting miles better. Well specifically his crossing, I think. Like literally ball from here into the box. I don't yeah. think he's actually as bad as people make no, it. No, I agree with but you. But his on that build up one. play, his passing, his positioning defensively and offensively yeah. isn't as good as Dallow's, I don't think. Do you think there's a case there where you could say I mean, basically the same thing where you go, well, Dallow's playing really well. That pass he played out to Rashford the other night was excellent. Um, and, and I don't think Wan-Bissaka's capable of that or hasn't proven himself to be. Do you think he's got a chance as well of, of, of keeping that position? Yeah, I think I don't think Wan-Bissaka's been as bad as Luke Shaw this season, but he's not been great. He's not far behind him. Yeah. And I think I, every argument I've just made for Tellers, it'd be unfair to not make the same one for Dallow because that's just, you know, makes sense. Two really good games. Yeah. A bit of a surprising one midweek against Arsenal. I was nowhere. Yeah. We all was like, hey, where did he come from? Um, previously to that, the performances put in the United, they weren't good enough. Villarreal no. was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah they terrible. just simply weren't yeah. good enough. And prior to that, the, the, the performances he had in earlier, I mean, Jesus, some of the absolute horror shows, like Anfield, mm. like some of the performances from him were just terrible. Yeah, he's gone away. He's gone on loan. He had a, a successful loan at AC Milan. Maybe he learned a little bit more one-to-one defending out there. Very technical defensive league. Maybe he learnt some stuff because you can't really have a harder game than Wilf Zaha as a 1v1. No. Did you remember him going past him? I think one time, maybe, but it certainly yeah. wasn't a horror show by no. any means. And, you know, and he was. Um, did, uh, did I put them clips in for you? I'm not sure. So there's a couple of clips of some of the pressing that was going out. And I went and I spoke about this with Marin. When you press, say you have a forward three, your forward three is going to press probably three out of the back four which means that you, you tend to leave the opposition far side fullback. So a bit of a gamble, hoping that they're not going to try and switch play to him because you've, your press has been effective mm-hmm. enough on the three that are in possession. But if it looks like they're going to the left, yeah. you cover the left three yeah, you sort and of you force leave the right one. That yeah, and you, yeah. you come at it from the right side. So you, you kind of cut off the lane to him and then also press him like that. So you kind of leave one free. I was noticing we were doing that and I didn't necessarily notice Teller's doing it. Maybe it was the angle I was looking at. But Delo was pushing up on the opposition fullback as well, so he was doing some rate distance. Really cutting that out. Yeah, and he was, get, and he was getting right on that. And when you think, when you've got Zaha ahead of you, it's risky, but he mm. seemed to cope with it. And so he wasn't even just like protected. He was covering ground and he was in the right position. So I've, I've written him off. Yeah. Um, but I think he could definitely be one with a clean slate yeah. if he's doing what he's asked, who could come in and, and shock us all. And also when you're pressing that high, you, you, their foremost way to get out of that, especially if you're pressing the fullback as well, is a long ball, which is inherently a lower success rate than a short ball. So at that point, they're chipping balls up to Ayu, and it's Maguire versus Ayu one-on-one with the ball coming in the air. First of all, the pass has to be perfect. Yeah. And if it isn't, Maguire is better than the, in the air than 99% of, of, of strikers. Definitely. So you can have that with... because it's, with it's the size of a moon. It is, it is the size of a moon. Um, but I think the thing with, as well is... It's, I was watching a video about you know Gagan Press and all that, as, as everyone has been over the last few weeks. <laughs> but typically, it's not necessarily about tackling to win the ball back. It's yeah. about intercepting and and getting to balls at the same time yeah. uh, as the as the opposition player. Well, that was a difference Dallow, as well, weren't you? Like, and the sorry, thing, yeah, yeah. And the problem with Wan-Bissaka is he's great at tackling, but when the ball is spilled and bouncing quickly and it's a misplaced pass or an overhit pass, his first touch and ability to play the ball quickly in tight areas is so much lower than Dallow's that you, you don't get a chance to see the best side of Wambasaka, who I thought, uh, for, for the way we played under Solskjaer, which is less of the ball, and often you've got a man running at you because defensively the structure isn't necessarily as, as elite as it should be. But under this type of manager, 
how often will we see Aaron Wan-Bissaka's 1v1 ability if things are going and to plan? Maybe not that often. On that front as well, you know, you're talking about sort of not flying into tackles, keeping the ball. Delo did yeah. it against Saha. Tellez did it as well, he, where he ran back and he took, just took the ball. It was yeah. fantastic. So Wan-Bissaka's MO is he'll stand off you and just fly in. And he'll win it. Yeah. He's very good at winning The that. timing's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm not faulting him on that, but he is. he's not... Mm. Just keeping hold of that ball, he's putting you and the ball in the stands or whatever, mm. or giving you that little bit of uncertainty. I'm not knocking the kid for tackling no. people, but you understand what I mean. It's different. Sounds like you are. Um, Scripps it's different. That's GSO what I'm says, could Wambasaka play CDM or centre half? Oh my the best God. In the not a fan of that, are you, Steve? Play right side centre half in a three. Yeah. Like oh, Luke yeah. Shaw did on the left yeah. last season. I wouldn't see him as a CDM. Yeah. Jesus, titty fucking Christ. Um, let's move on to one of United's new coaches oh. coming in to replace Michael Carrick. His name is Chris Armas. Very uh, funny. Yeah, very good. What? Chris Armas. Uh, yeah. So there's a pop-up on my phone says The Athletic. Merry News. Christmas. Sa- yeah. Sasha Lenz to become Rangnick's second staff appointment and he's a sports psychologist. Sasha okay, Lenz, so we'll get on to him right. in a minute. But Chris Armas. Yeah, you think that's some sort of joke? Yeah. He's coming in at Christmas time. Christmas, Chris Armas at Christmas time. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> well, he is. Um, apparently, in the what? past, he's, uh, he's only had one full season as a head coach in the MLS. He, he, he coached New York Red Bull and had one of the fastest ball recoveries in the league with the highest press and, the, and, the, uh, and played the most direct attacking style. Got loads of PKs as well. Apparently, Armas may have boosted their attacking output by as much as 0.24 XG per he game. He improved all their Point rust. two four inches. I thought game. this was a joke. Just it's actually word, true, and I've got him touching me about. I'm, so, I'm, try, I'm trying to make American soccer jokes. Come on, and you're fucking ignoring me, Joe. I'm, I pay me attention. I just listened to it. I'm still getting over the fact Roster. we've appointed someone called Christmas in the end soccer. of December. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas is coming. I also said PK to Joe. Old Trafford. Um, Ralph's I've, bringing Christmas here. So Christmas, yeah. as, as we like to call him, he's going to win us PKs. He's yes. an American professional PKs soccer coach. on his road games, especially. Oh yes, road games. Yeah, yeah. great upper body block over the goal bag. He's <laughs> an American, an American oh my God. soccer coach and former player. And these jokes haven't been done to death in the past, by the way. Allow it, you uh, dickhead. But he's 49 Walking years out. old, which is oh, a, a lovely age. Sauce. Um, but I want I want to give you a team that he played for as his, as a player and tell me your whether you think this sounds like a a, a swinging group. What? He played. I'm for, trying to think of jokes. Joke. He played yeah. for the Even Long Island ones. Rough Riders. That's too sexy for a football team, isn't it? Rough, long, long Island Rough Riders. Fuck me, America, step up your fucking the team. Long Island games. Rough. Where's riders? your North Ends? And yeah. they're in the fourth tier Where's of the American and your towns. Yeah. During the fourth tier hey. of the American soccer pyramid. Oh my God. <laughs> Theirs isn't a pyramid. Hey. It is? It's like a pair of bricks on top of each other. That's true. He also played for LA Galaxy and Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire. Gen- genuine question, where what? would Paddock be in the American soccer pyramid? <laughs> Level three. And I want, I, want your in- I want your answer to be as insane as I hope it is. Go on. Level three. Mm. MLS, mate. That's what yeah, you mean. Yeah. No, US Soccer League Division Two. Right. That's really? better. Okay. So he's a new guy. We've Honest. also got who coming in? Um, Sasha Lenz, L-E-N-S-E. Who are these people? Uh, well, sports psychologist, Ralph Ragnick's second appointment. He, he left one of his jobs. I can't remember which one it was, but he left one of his jobs. He was like, I'd like this sports psychologist. And he was like, why don't you just concentrate on the football? He's like, or oh, I could just fuck off. How about that? So, I like that. Yeah. Exciting. Sports so, uh, psychologist. So Merry Chris Armas, first of all. <laughs> nice. And, done. you know, Sasha. Life through a lens Sasha, yes. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams is album. shocking. Um, Apparently DMX was in the Rough Riders, so he's, he might be I was thinking that's what I was thinking of DMX. <laughs> yeah, but was it the what? Uh, Long Island the Rough Riders? That's really <laughs> stuff. Um, oh. so Have you heard 
the most famous reindeer of all. Have you oh, heard DMX's Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we just play it and go home? Yeah. I like, it's I like fucking amazing, DMX. isn't it? Amazing. DMX's amazing. What are you doing here? Shopping. Just some shopping. I went on the wrong tab. <laughs> Is it butt plugs again? <laughs> no, not this time. Uh, I tell you what, we are we should be looking at though. Um, the Twelve Days of Paddock is back, Stephen. Yeah, it is our Christmas Look at that, giveaway. Old Trafford, right there. We're giving yeah. away. We're giving away a Sony PlayStation Five to one of our members. And old a Thank you for supporting the channel. If you want a chance right. to be entered in all of the giveaways, and, and Jay's Peter Michael book. Yeah, you can have that. Yeah. I'll volley it for you. Window for you. One of them is Jay's Peter Michael book. Another right. one is the Sony it's PlayStation unopened. 5. It's in the box. It came to. We've came also. To me in. We've also managed to secure a Manscaped Perfect package to give away as well. So someone oh, will be getting that. Oh, you're um, going to have clean balls. For the retail value of cash. Uh, there's all sorts to be given away from the 26th of December to the 6th of January. We'll be giving away a, a prize every single day. You can see some of the prizes there. Um, let us, uh, I mean, all you have to do to be entered is join the channel. We should be able to get the join button in the chat. Uh, if, if join not, us. Click join the, the dark button. Side. All I can do now is think of the DMX Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer song. It's excellent. But yeah, click <coughs> the join button uh, and you'll automatically be entered for all of those prizes, all of the giveaways. You also get extra content, extra videos, members, uh, uh, membership as well on Facebook and a discount in the merch store. So there's loads of stuff for members. Join, become a member, help out the channel and have a chance of winning all these great prizes. Well, Let's talk about Jude Bellingham, shall we? My dad's not having it that it looks like Ralph Rangnick, by the way. Oh, he does. I know he does. He I does. don't know enough about... What? He's, he's not having Listen, it, right? who knows better, us or your dad, than what your dad looks like. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Do yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Seriously. Um, let's talk a little bit about Jude Bellingham. Yeah. It's not a United story, but United have been linked with him, and it's an interesting story to I like through. this. Jude Bellingham is investigated by German police. Good Cass. to see they're uh, spending the time wisely. Then the police over, over he there. made comments about uh, referee Felix Zweier's match pa uh, sorry, past match-fixing after Brussie Dortmund star referenced official six-month ban from football in his angry post-game TV interview. We're not allowed to tell the truth now. Yeah. Well, here's what he said. Facts. Here's what he said. He said, you give a, you give a referee that is match-fixed before the biggest game in Germany, what do you expect? <laughs> and now, the coppers are after him. The Rosers. What do you think? Uh, kicking in his door. Well, I think he's every right to be annoyed. Yeah. I, I, I watched that. It was just before we started the rundown, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, um, it was, I watched that game. It was, it was class. The um, they had a point because it was shite refereeing. Oh, Erling Allen mentioned it as well, didn't he? He said that you know he said something about the referee, then he said I need to calm down a bit. Mm. So it wasn't like he was just Belly. Do you know what? Bellingham's playing further. so well for them as well. Like he's he's not just eighteen year old lad who's getting minutes and being in the team and isn't he a good boy. He's literally like one of their better players. Yeah, he's, he's like he's literally actually. playing very well. So here's what this bloke's done in the past. So he's referencing the way a six-month ban from way, football. How is he still a referee after? If you get done for well, match fixing, well, surely that's signed eye. Well, yeah. yeah, I think so. But it says here, so 2005, he was caught up in a match fixing scandal. He was caught up. Caught up in it. He was caught up. He's like, oh, shit. Caught up in what? Uh, at the yeah. time, Zweier was found guilty of accepting a 300 euro, not enough, bribe to help Bundesliga referee Robert Heuser, the main architect of the match fixing architect scandal. That's a great word for um, King Crook. So apparently, he was just a sort of, he was a pawn. In the situation, no, so he no, took no, money no, to that. help the match. That's fixing. not yeah, but and I'm he's still that. allowed to be. If a referee. you've been done for match fixing, you should not be allowed to referee. That's mental. Do you think? Yeah, yeah that's like Jay is not allowed to look after dogs. Yeah, but that was 15 exactly. years ago. <laughs> once that's all no, they did it once, and that was enough, according to the. But that should be the yeah, case. But if you the get police. done for robbing a shop, 
you yeah. go to prison or you do you get a fine or whatever. You, you can still, still get banned from that shop forever. Yeah, but you can yeah. still go fair, in shops. You can still go in other shops. Okay. Well, you don't get to be a referee. You could be anything. <laughs> referee fucking netball <laughs> or something. Because there's a hierarchy and a sort of a, a you're, you're in a position of power. Yeah. That gets taken away. It's not the same. The, the thing is, you're tainted. You're not either. saying you can't. Oh, of course, you taint. Your every decision you, you make job. is controversial. So you People can't be a fucking referee. Are going. He's not trustworthy. Jesus Christ, man! It's like gone. if you knew a judge that had gone to jail for being a corrupt judge, yeah. and then you get him in your trial, yeah. you'd be like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like, no, you're not having that. And then when he does any dodgy decision that he has, right? Because referees make mistakes. Let's have this right. Referees yeah. probably. 99.999% of them are probably football-loving fucking nerds, right? Let's have it right. Yeah. But that 0.0001% like him, crooks, they fucked the whole thing. And that's where all of the allegations of bent refs comes from and all the rest mm. of that sort of stuff. So how the fuck do you allow someone who's been proven to be a bent ref to fucking referee games still? He was only banned for six months as well. No, I'll teach him. Um, Matthew Ashton, Guess thank what? you for becoming a member. Give us your whistle. Thanks, Matthew. And your fucking cards. So do you think... Go be a bastard milkman. You think Bellingham should be uh, let off? No, I think he should have a statue for standing up to the fucking truth. Yeah. What do you think? I think they should retire his number. <laughs> what, again? Yeah. Dortmund have done it as well. You can actually pay 100 million for him. I think he should come to Old Trafford, yeah, and he can say what he wants about rest. 15 years we'd get out of him. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Um, Wally of the Week, Stephen? Oh. Fucking German police. Interesting. Controversial. German police. Yeah, the, the, the case will now be forwarded to the Dortmund public prosecutor's office. I got office. told to calm down by German police in Hamburg. I, know I you can't, can't imagine any authority figure ever telling you to calm down for any reason whatsoever. This sounds ridiculous. And he asked me for my passport. Now, I flash back to every war film I've ever seen with him going, papers. Right, right, okay. Right, and, and I shit it and then laugh. carefully in this conversation. Hey, don't you worry about me. Right, okay. Never said anything controversial on camera. That's true. And I was like, oh, I don't have it. Because I was like, you know, I, I know me right. I don't have to show ID. Did I'm you not... say that? Like, did you go, I, I don't have it? Yeah, I just said, I ain't got it. Fuck off. Um, and then he just gripped me and patted me down. And my passport was in my pocket. You knew it was. You just wanted to pat it down off a policeman. Yeah. He was wearing leather. Oh, it's, round the, oh, it's oh, round, it's, round the front. Oh, it's the front. No, it's there. Keep going. You're not going to get it that oh, way. Oh, I'm going to have to yeah. get in and get right underneath, uh, big boy. Oh, after all, it's in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, what about you, Jay? Wally of the Week? Um... I'll go with, um, I'm trying to think. Jacob Rees-Mogg. No, I'll go with Kit Malhouse. First of all, who's that? He's an MP. Oh, and he was on the telly this morning. Political rubbish. Go on then, tell us a bit more then. Well, you know this party in Downing Street, right? This is what they're saying. They're saying that the party that took place in Downing Street didn't break the rules, but having a party breaks the rules. Mm. So that makes no sense. If you had a party, you broke the rules. So you can't have had a party that didn't break the rules. Why? When when did parties get become illegal? In 2020, when uh, oh, they Christmas, yeah, when London was in tier three, to have a party they was illegal. They're nicking people. Then they're literally <laughs> someone's just been sent down from Ilford who had a party. And Downing Street had a party at the same time, and they're saying ours didn't breach any regulations, but it did mm. because it was a party, and having a party breached it. Mm. So you've got all these MPs going on the telly going, "Well, it didn't breach any regulations," and I've had that clarification from Downing Street. It's a nonsense. They just take us for mugs all the time, man. It does me a in. Um, I'm going to go for former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, just because he's got a funny name. Newt Gin- Gingrich. Newt Gingrich. That's yeah. not a name. What do you call him? You kid. Newt. What, what should we call it? What, name him after a Newt. slimy little sort of baby now, frog was it, spawn. Was it 
is Newt his name or is his full name Newton? Newton. Like the oh. fig, like the fig treat. Yeah. He's oh. a muppet anyway, Newt Gingrich. You know how I eat him. He's contract for America. I even got a reason for it. Contract for America, and he's impeached someone just for sleeping about in his Oval Office. MPs take the piss. They, they might, like they're supposed to literally be like beyond reproach. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't a perfect guy. So you never see me want to fucking do anything like that in any sort of mm. position of power because I'm a dickhead, right? Oh. But I know I'm a dickhead. Okay, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't run for prime minister because people go, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Why are you voting for him? But they're voting dickheads in. Yeah. And they're chance. acting like dickheads while they're in. I mean, there's a there's a book been written by Jacob Rees-Mogg's dad, which is how to make money as society fucking collapses. They want um it was it was done pre-Brexit, and it basically shows how they was about to make money mm. by creating disorder. Uh, and how some of the policies that they were going to put into place will force people to vote along nationalist lines uh, and it's a tale as go against time, though, isn't it? scare people yeah. and get them to do what you want, and and get them to be like you know, pure, you know the the way it went with like people thinking like all these fucking foreigners at the border are, are, are causing problems and things like that. Yeah. That's what they created in that in the country yeah. was was like a hatred for people coming over. Yeah, and the result was. Fucking NHS is miles shorter mm. of uh, of fucking qualified doctors and nurses and and well, like sad. all of the different Tons of industries. Literally, yeah. and Manchester as a seriously multicultural uh, place has mm. lost a right load of fucking culture for it. Yeah, um, it, it, you know, football like football players like has that. become harder. Yeah, like fucking Ralph Rangnick. He was saying about getting players in, it's hard now with Brexit and stuff. Yeah, yeah ridiculous. It was the biggest self-own in history. <laughs> Dan Chester says, happy birthday, Steve. Made a bet with my scouse-loving boss that Ronaldo would get 25 in the Prem alone. Fancy my chances. Well, he's got six. It was a while off that, isn't it? Yeah, I think 20 is a good marker, but 25, we're going to have to have a hell of a... You need, like, you need a Southampton 9 0 yeah, we do. Now, he he gets gets absolute five. fucking yeah. rodding. Yeah, you need a Berbatov <laughs> against Blackburn's style, just hammering, don't you? Where they, yes. get, they give up after 20 minutes. Right, thank you very much for joining us. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Again, the link is in the description for Manscaped. Check them out to get 20% off and free shipping using the code DEVILS20. Your balls will thank you. Again, if you want to join the membership, make sure you click the join button. You will be entered for all of our 12 days of Christmas uh, giveaways. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Joe. Thank you did a very good home. job there and as thank well. Thank you to Ralph Rangley well for giving us a bit of optimism in our lives for the first time in a while. We'll see you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.